Welcome to another Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of funny reaction. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Paris Lilly. What is going on? Thank you for having me once again. Hell yeah. Andy Cortez. I forgot what show we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Miller. <laughs> Greg Miller. Hi, how are you? Good. Fantastic. The big dog, Kevin Coelho. Man, this show's good. It's a lot of fun. And Nick Scarpino. On your left, Tim. Oh, your motherfucking left. Also, Andy, great. I love this overlay. It's fantastic. Oh, what you. a show, man. I'm, I'm really, really, really enjoying where this stuff's going. I am, again, loving the way that they're dealing with all the, the race stuff. And I think that they are expertly, so expertly nailing the dialogue when it comes to, to all of that. I will say that overall, this episode had more moments where I was like, oh, the dialogue here doesn't feel movie quality. Uh, but it never lasted long enough to really like be a, a major negative for me and i think that all the plot progression that this episode had in addition to the new characters and like teases of who they end up becoming uh are very very exciting to me i'm with you on that one i think i feel like this 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 is the first episode that felt like well, granted it's the second episode but felt like a tv show and i'm okay with that um they're settling into the vibe between the two main characters we get to see a lot of back and forth uh with bucky uh, and with Falcon, and I think for the most part it all works. I think there may may have been a touch too much improv in this one, dare I say? Um, but what the stuff person. that did work was super fun, and I'm just I'm still all in on this show. I thought this was a great episode. I loved yeah. it. I had so much fun here the entire run, and not only fun. I think fun undersells it. Actually, I think I teared up multiple times during it too, where I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I, the way this is hitting with me right now, and the things are going through, and then you know for. Uh, when Bucky and uh, Sam go and find this, you know, black super soldier that's been forgotten, that was put into jail, that was experimented on, let alone to come out and then have this confrontation with the police, like it doubled so far back. I thought, you know, in the retrospect of last week's episode, saying so, I was like, man, do we give him too much credit? Are we reading too much into the themes and stuff like that? And then you get here, like, no, they are fucking addressing this head on of like what it's like to be a black superhero and like that the inequality that exists here is is the inequality that exists in the MCU. Is like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah, I would I would double down on that. And that's what really hit me. Just the Isaiah Bradley scenes that 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 whole scene in Baltimore, where we're getting the backstory with Isaiah Bradley, at least setting it up. And you're you're understanding just how much Bucky has gone through throughout yeah. the decades that he actually encountered Isaiah Bradley, they fought, he tore his arm off. So and cool. there there was no celebration for Isaiah. He wasn't a hero. He was yeah, never yeah. Steve Rogers. He was instead imprisoned and tortured during that time. And Falcon in the background realizing this and understanding this. And obviously you get the the, the scene with the police right after, which again goes back to what we we're talking about in uh, episode one. Is the world ready for a black Captain America? I, I still say no. That's that's where I think they're starting to go with this, which excites me that they are going to make us very uncomfortable in this series because they're going to start asking those questions. And I don't necessarily know if even us, the audience, is ready to hear them, but they're they're going to do them. And that's that's a great thing. And then you flip it over to John Walker and you're mm -hmm. seeing at least now he wants to live up to the aura of Steve Rogers. He understands he'll never be him, but he wants to honor that legacy. And can he do it, right? And that, that's kind of where we are right now with him. And we'll obviously see if that flips in, in the next few episodes. They kind of hinted towards it a little bit, but um, I, I like where it's going for sure. Craig Question Moore. for the panel. I would talk to, I, Jen and I watched it, but then we ran off to do our job. So I haven't discussed this with anybody. 
when they're outside of the police station after new Captain America bails them all out, right? When he's getting angry, Bucky says something like, you're on, you're on edge. Is he implying that he's on some kind of cocktail to make him a super soldier? And like he's got like rage to him? Okay. I don't, I don't think, think he is yet. And that, that's what kind of surprised me. I was like, oh, wait, no, he's not a super soldier yet. But will he at some point, will he fail, you know, in yeah. whatever his mission is and decide, all right, I need the cocktail Gotta because I have to. Yeah, yeah. I think that what we're seeing is like that the start of that because he does fail on top of that truck. He gets right. kicked off. He like saves his friend. That's a cool moment. I'm sure he feels good. It was really I, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. But I wonder if there's going to be a moment where he can't save his friend and these people with super soldier serum do save him or, or you know, do uh, like beat him and the consequences that he's going to feel and how that's going to react with him trying to get into some project and that being kind of where this guy falls apart. It's so compelling that they're making me kind of care because it's like, I feel like this episode did a good job kind of building him up and being like, Hey, he's not trying to be this guy. But at the end we see that like he's breaking or at least maybe he's breaking. Maybe that's who he is. But I, I took it as like he's breaking from like being frustrated. It's just by the pressure. This. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, on top of that too, yeah. though, with the the breaking, it's like Bucky and Falcon were being dicks to him. Yeah. Like they nice. weren't being nice at all. So sure. it's like, granted, we totally. we're sympathizing with these characters because they're the heroes. But it's just like you know, John Walker is what we've seen, really just trying to do the right thing. And then yeah, yeah but- when he kind of like snaps at at uh, them at the end, it's like it. That's where it's like, ooh, like you're not handling this correctly. Dude, it's the, like you're not necessarily true. evil. Yeah, he's not evil yet or whatever they're going to do with him. But it was also the thing of like Sam said what I was thinking, right? It was just like, it's always that last that line. Last line. And that was when yeah, they first met, line, right? Where it was like, like uh, oh, could they really have Captain America's wingman? And then when he talked shit to Bucky too, I got p- Bucky pissed off. I was like, dude, like that, shut the fuck up. Well, that's what's so good. I mean, that when we started last week, I was like, all right, well, if this – this this could go either two ways. They could, they're just going to build this guy up as a douchebag and he's going to be the, an antagonist in the series or he's going to have some heart. And the way this started, I was like, this is really smart. You're getting this guy in the right – his his intentions are altruistic. He wants to just live up to the role. But slowly but surely, there's a moment where he's literally leaning against the cop car in the Captain America outfit and he's so cocky. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. you, right? Like, yeah. you're like, yeah. fuck you, of course. And, and you sympathize with why Sam and Bucky – are saying like no we want to go at this on our own for a multitude of reasons but not the least of which is like this freshman kids coming in trying to be the new cocksure thing and we had the real deal right like we and we all know that like falcon should be should have picked up the mantle and stuff like that and i love those conversations they have when when he finally breaks down he's like why can't you just like that moment where he's like why can't you just like understand that i feel like i did the right thing and then later bucky says like because that means that he like like Steve might have been wrong about you, and if he was wrong about you, he was wrong about me, and it's like it just made it super personal all up. of a sudden. I was, I was like, <laughs> and like, and, and I'll, I mean, shout out yeah. to Sebastian Stan too, who I, I I I just have gone through this whole like, who was this guy when he first started playing Winter Soldier, and then haven't yeah. really thought about it in a lot, and now I'm just like, dude, this guy's he's fucking killing oh, he's everything phenomenal. he's in, and the chemistry between him and Anthony Mackie is fucking great. So good. Yeah, I I always joke around that. They're the the MCU version of Tango and Cash. And oh, I felt yes. like this this <laughs> really kind of kind of grabbed that the, their relationship. But going back to what you just said, I, I thought it was so important that Bucky talking to the therapist saying that because it, it clicked for me that ultimately between Bucky, between Falcon and even John Walker, everyone's just trying to live up to the legacy of Steve Rogers. It's mm-hmm. all about we want to make Steve proud. And if Sam doesn't keep the shield. That means you're letting down Steve. And then in in other words, 
maybe Steve was wrong about me all along. I, I, I love that just quick conversation because it means so much to what all this entire series is going to be about. So yeah, it's, it's great. And I, I, to double back to something you said, Nick, I, 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 I don't, agree with you that there was a bit too much improv like whatever is improv i loved i love their back and forth i love the way they react to each other i love the yeah i'm blanking on the book right i read that uh, i read that book oh it went a hobbit right the yeah hobbit. i read the hobbit in yeah. 1936 in when it was originally released yeah. and then when they're like sneaking in and he's like yeah i'll get in the falcon just pops up he's like what the hell all right fine like, oh no i mean don't get me wrong it's it's a, it's a minor criticism i just feel like some of it like they they let the guys go and hey it's great most of it worked there's just moments where i'm like you know improv is such a touchy thing for me like it's a very very delicate thing where a little too much can can start to flatten out a scene a little bit um and some of the stuff i think in the um say that that part specifically where i was like they're sneaking around and they're they're being noodle heads behind this like shelf i'm like i don't know whatever it's fine minor 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 nitpicky criticism i'm very impressed that uh the the criticisms i have about this feeling more like a tv show and again it is a tv show so (laughs) that's not that bad of a criticism uh is that it's all dialogue based because the action looks like a fucking mcu Mm -hmm. movie like the whole truck scene i was blown away at the quality of it and the choreography of it and and it's classic mcu where just a cool fight scene just a cool action scene that's not enough there has to be the dialogue there has to be the fun back and forth that keeps us engaged uh and it has to be funny but also build character moments in a dramatic fashion and i think that this scene did all of those things and it's like that is when mcu is firing at all cylinders and and doing its best when we're caring about the good guys we're starting to hate the bad guys more and we're laughing and saying oh shit constantly at cool things happening can we are they setting them so i'm sorry but just to go on exactly what tim is saying are they setting up the flag smashers to be sympathetic because that's what i also got from this as well that they're not really the bad guys that we think they might be yeah, I think well, there's, so. I mean, there's the, a big the, baddie, right? The power broker, right? The one. They, yeah, the, the power yeah. broker, which is mm-hmm. a dope ass name. For, yeah, yeah, it's for great. a bad guy. Yeah. Um, can we talk about that moment? Just going back to what Tim said, where Bucky catches the shield. Oh, and that look that at his was face. so good. And then so he's good. just like, and then throws it back to. to yeah. Well, he yanks to, it. I think. Yeah. yeah. That was. I mean, I'm like, oh god, that's uh, that's a great that, that those two moments for me. There's two moments in that in that fight scene that really resonated. That was that one, and then when. Falcon has to go underneath the cars, which I think we saw in the original trailer, which was just such a cool bit of choreography where he goes to underneath both trucks, grabs him, and, like, tumbles. That little days. girl kicked your ass. Just, yeah, so funny. <laughs> but speaking speaking of the trailers, I mean, I you guys know me. I watch this shit with a fine-tooth comb, looking through stuff. We're running out of trailer footage from these first two episodes. Like, cool. that's such a Mark. good sign, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if we got these banger action scenes in, in episodes one and two, like, I really wonder what they – aren't showing us you know that's that's really exciting there's a couple shots of zemo and stuff but uh i know speaking of zemo a little of the tease at the end there what'd you guys think of that the great awesome i love that actor i i can't wait bacon for guy. Greg to call him bacon guy there it is right there no we're in a I different saw... place now we're in a different place with no, the like, yeah, like, i know who zemo guy. is i know what's that's up with it great and i was and it was that thing too like to what you're talking about tim like you know i didn't go blackout on it but like i watched a little bit for reacts but nothing really beyond it and didn't read beyond it so I had completely forgotten. So like when they got started having that conversation about he my he said my people he means Hydra no he doesn't boy and I was like I'm like oh fuck right and I, like I had that moment of like realization along with everybody else who wouldn't have known. 
And what I think is really freaking cool, and uh, we keep saying this for, through WandaVision and now, and I think we're going to continue saying it for at least the rest of Phase 3 or Phase 4, but I love how they're dealing with the blip, and I love how the five mm. years is affecting yeah. every single element of the MCU and the, the, the superhero world and the non-superhero world. And the I was thinking, I was like, how's Zemo get out? And the theory was that he escaped because of the blip. He was able to escape prison and whatever, but it's like, no, he's just been in prison for all these years. Like that is such a, or at least that's what's implied. I think that's so much more of an interesting take. And I, I love that the MCU can continuously surprise me with character decisions like that, where it's like, oh shit, sometimes the simplest answer is what it is. Yeah. Well, the other thing with the blip that, that you just brought up is the fact that they have to deal with so many people displaced that went away. Now they're back. You know, the world moved on. Maybe their house is no longer their house anymore. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they can don't have their job. And what does that mean? All that. So I love how they're handling all that. Yeah, definitely. Another thing I loved was the how they're dealing with, you guys were talking about Cap's legacy or Steve Rogers' legacy, at least. And I love the U.S. agent or whatever the, the what's his name? John Walker. John Walker. Coming mm -hmm. in and... Uh, totally being what captain america was in the like back in captain america first avenger first avenger. you know where he's kind of just this like patriotic symbol to like rally yeah. the troops and stuff but instead it's at football games and i love that they use the exact same song like the Dude, band the drum totally. line was playing yep. the so the cool. star spangled star or whatever off, song that fucking yeah. song played by that by that marching band was a slap what that, that do first you, started, <laughs> oh my god first off it started and I, I literally, I was watching it here. I, I paused it, went to the bathroom, got a couple, like got a drink, came back and played it again. I was like, this is just so what I always thought we sounded like when we were on the field and we never <laughs> did. <laughs> we never did. It was oh, dumb. That's so good. I, I'm, I'm excited for whatever the, the future of this episode goes into. I'm kind of with Greg from when, at the beginning of the episode when Greg mentioned that, you know, are we giving Disney too much credit? for all the sort of uh the racial commentary on on the episode on especially with episode one and i sort of felt the same thing you know are are they really going to go there is disney really going to do this you know because i just i just didn't know if disney had the confidence to sort of dive into Did waters like stuff? this yeah and as soon as we get that the the especially the cop scene in the in the street of baltimore i was like oh shit, wow they're actually doing this good for them you know um, and then I love Bucky's reaction. Do you know, the, do you know who this is? Like, you know, you're talking, it's like, oh, the goggles. I didn't notice I didn't recognize the goggles. The goggles. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was great. I wasn't expecting that the, um, and then we get, it's interesting that, you know, um, Flag Smashers is led by the girl from Enfys Nest from, mm -hmm. uh, the solo movie who was also, you know, that group was supposed to be this radicalized group and now they are also sort of becoming more sympathetic because they are Robin Hood. They are essentially stealing from the rich or whatever. And there's also a great line of dialogue about, you know, um, well, what's the line of dialogue alluding to? Yeah, uh, that's usually how people with the resources feel. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I, I, I really enjoy that little uh, line of dialogue. So I, I'm, I'm excited for this because I was not expecting this Flag Smashers group to be sort of painted in this light. I wasn't expecting to see. I thought they were just going to be big, bad, villain, 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 angry person. I want to change the world, but like in a really negative villainy way. And it's kind of cool that we're seeing from their, uh, you know, some of the moments from their perspective, which is really interesting and neat. And yeah, all the buddy cop stuff, totally dug it. It is, I was giggling the whole time. Uh, again, in that trailer with that girl whooped your ass, huh? That didn't do anything for me in the trailer. In this episode, 
just based on what had happened all prior to that fight and just seeing them kind of always like button heads and getting annoyed at each other. I just love their dynamic. It's fucking really fantastic so far. Yeah, totally. The other thing I wanted to bring up was the intro, the Marvel Studios logo uh, that had music playing underneath it. I just fucking, I'm such a sucker for when Marvel yeah. does that. And I love that they're now doing it with the the TV shows as well. It's just cool. They have such a great style going with all Amazing. this stuff. Yeah. But so uh, getting into little like teases and cool stuff, Paris, they're building to Young Avengers. Like it oh, was obvious before, obviously. but now it's like, okay, 100%. Do you think it's going to be a Disney Plus thing or do you think it's going to be a movie? I think it plays better if it's a Disney Plus series because it'll allow all the quote unquote young Avengers to have their moment and get that character development that they're probably going to need that a movie isn't going to get them. But like you're saying, they're they're absolutely just setting up the seeds that we're going to get getting in some form moving forward. Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. Yeah, uh, thank you very much, Tim Gettys. Greg Miller, Kind of Funny .com. Uh, I was raised a DC Comics kid, and MCU is my Marvel universe. So, what are who? What are they? Who are the one, Young Avengers that you see them building up here? So, the Young Avengers. I mean, starting really with uh, Cassandra Lang in Ant Man, uh, who will eventually become Stature. But then, on top of that, with Wandavision, we got Speed and Wiccan. Mm -hmm. So that you know, building out that way as well. And then with this one, getting Isaiah Bradley, his grandson great grandson yeah, i think it's his grandson his whole family is, yeah, has, is involved in the, some way but the kid that yeah, answered the door yeah. eli uh mm -hmm. is ends up being like the young avenger equivalent uh, i forget his what his name he actually goes by patriot that's what it is yeah um and uh, so, so they're like very much building out this thing and then it also i imagine that the mcu version will include miss marvel and potentially a miles morales or something like that could be, be really dope. freaking cool um but yeah there's every project there's a kid, kid Loki is another one, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see that introduced in the in the Loki series. But mm -hmm. it's cool that they're just Low kind kid. of they're, these these shows are building out so many one, future projects. In addition to like Doctor Strange two, you know, being like the big event thing, but also like teasing things that we potentially don't even know about yet. So very exciting stuff. Do, very do you think neat. there's any chance they introduce uh, like the weapon program? Like, hundred percent. Oh yeah, man. that's happening. <laughs> I would lose my shit if they actually call it the weapon program. What's yeah. the weapon Craig program? <laughs> so weapon, weapon X, X is weapon X. Wolverine. Oh, okay. Wolverine. Weapon yeah, One yeah. was Captain America. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew his through. whole thing was yeah. you know the yeah them trying to do the serum again. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine that, especially with all of the flag smashers seemingly having the super serum as well, I imagine that they're they're going to deal with that stuff in some way, especially because uh, Mandrapur, which is a location that's very heavily associated with those type of programs and stuff, is in the credits. That one I oh. knew from uh, Marvel Heroes. Thank you very much, Marvel Heroes. There we go. My next question is, and this is, I don't think it's future spoilers. It's a question I'd have watching this episode right now. Do you think they're going to have to come up with a different kind of serum and Sam's going to take it in this series? Or is Sam just going to be Captain? Like in the comics was when he picked up the shield and became Captain America, was he just Sam with the shield? Well, he had the wings. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, he has I, the wings I too, think, Kevin. I, I, he already has I, the wings. I'm just saying. But like, I think the, that the wings, like... I think he has to learn how to fight better with the wings because there was a point where he gets on top of the truck and he starts fighting fist to fist. And it's like, no, dude, jump off and hit him again with your, like, flying attacks. You but know? it's weird because that was, that was a weird thing for me too. Like, I mean, I enjoyed the scene wholeheartedly. But the scenes prior where he was taking on the other people, he was using the wings in such a way more creative fashion. Like, using them to deflect bullets, using them to, like, hit people with and stuff like that. So – I don't know. I wonder if that was just kind of like a, we've got so many moving pieces. Let's just have them just duke it out. I, yeah, I, 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 think, I, I think. 
No, please go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think there's that many super serum people out there. So, like, I don't think he's understand. Like, his day-to-day is fighting normal people. So he doesn't understand yet that he needs to, like, change his technique. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the thing I was going to bring up was I think that's going to be the parallel, again, speculating uh, between Falcon and John Walker. I think John Walker is going to continue to fail and he's going to accept the serum and become Dope a up. super soldier. Yeah. And I think Falcon is going to reject it and say, I don't I need that to be Captain America. That's I think it's cool. going to be the same thing with uh, with Tom Holland and the the Stark suit. I think it's going to be that same sort of vibe where, you know, mm-hmm. what if you're nothing without the suit, then what are you? You know, yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah. I. I, I totally see. I do think that kind of, you know, um, not belittles, but it just—I don't know. It feels like a lesser of an experience to have Anthony Mackie take the yeah, super. It diminishes serum. that That's, a little. Yeah, bit. that yeah. was like yeah. my thought is that yeah, he would never do it. And I, th- but it seemed like this episode. Te- I, it's just teasing. I think the dilemma that we're about to see, right? That we've just talked about. So yeah, that makes sense to no, me. That's the no, page me. I was on, but I didn't know what you knew. Yeah, give me that shoot shit me all up, day. And up, COVID, yeah. the, oh the COVID thing. Put a chip in me. Do them together. I'll take it. I'll take it all. You know. Yeah. Uh, also, let's shout outs to what do they call it? The the big three or something? The, wizards, yeah. Aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wizards, aliens, and androids. So, and I like so I like how so other people know it too, where people, it's just like yeah. kind of a thing that's yeah. been circulating. He's like, hey, what, what, what do we think? Hat. What what do we think? Um, again, you all kind of alluded to it earlier, but you know, John Walker at the end kind of snapping like that. I just kind of want to talk about that a bit more because I. I do feel like it was deserving uh, because they have been dicks to them. And it would be one thing if John Walker was a nobody, just a face or whatever. But clearly they talked about what this dude has achieved in the military, like three Medal of Honors. And I feel like them treating him. I think it's just also him sort of just fighting and saying, like, look, I deserve to be here also. Like, I'm not trying to be cap, but. Fucking give me yeah. some respect, you well, know. Well, let's. I mean, let's 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 call it what it is, right? Like they're they're giving him shit because he's not their friend, and 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 and, I'll, and that's a little bit of it. But that's I think some of it is they're just being kind of petty. They're not giving this guy a chance. Well, they're hurt, right? They're, yeah. yeah, they're yeah, and, and you know they probably miss Steve and they miss all that stuff. And you know, it's, it's there, a lot of there's a lot wrapped up in it, right? Yeah. Because yeah, Steve passed the mantle to uh, Anthony Mackie, right? And then. He he puts it down, which is his conflict with Bucky. But then there's also this conflict of that when he put it down, he expected no one to pick it up. And now that somebody else has picked it up that they had no hand in, that the government did, especially on the back of Hydra Shield and all the other corruption, mm-hmm. like you get to this point where they can't they don't think they probably don't think they can trust these people, especially when they find that there's a tracker in Redbird. And then right. on top of that, yeah, he's immediately coming in and thinking he can just fall right into it, let alone the fact that he thinks he can fall right into it, not understanding how Bucky is in general in this conflict, right, of him versus Falcon. And I loved the when uh, when uh, Sam calls him Buck, and he's like, you don't get to call me that. Yeah, Steve yeah, did. Yeah. Steve knew me longer. Yeah. But especially I, with just six months ago, uh, they were on the run from the government. Yeah. yeah you know, they, were, they were hiding. Like, they don't, in, in their experience, like, they, they were gone for five years. So the last thing that, before fighting Thanos and shit, they were literally on the run from the government. So, like, why would right. they trust them with all that stuff? Well, that was also key when Buck would kept telling him, we'll just take it back. We'll just take it back. And he's like, he's like, how am I going to do Yeah, I love that. I'm, I was on the run for two years. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So, that was good. It's kind of cool that every question we have, there are always little lines of dialogue yeah. sort of saying, this That's is why, it. viewer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think we see Sharon Carter next episode? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm excited. I liked how they teased her. I liked the, the little backstory and stuff they gave. 
Man, I love this. Weekly MCU. What so did we excited. do to deserve so this? Good. Let us know in the comments below. We lived through 2020. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're right. What did it cost? Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Till next time. Love you guys. Bye.